Derek and Steve present You heard it here second Welcome to You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek. And I am Steve. And we are back for episode 159. Do you know what 159 means, Steve? I do, but I want you to say it. It means that we have one episode left to fix our sound effect for slide into the DMs section. Yes, we do. But <laughs> but there's good news, listeners. There's very good news. We work well under pressure. We do. We work well we with do. the deadline. Yep. Except in the case of episode 150. Uh, <laughs> but right. we um right. we had a conversation outside of the podcast and we have yep. a plan and I think it's good. It's good in theory. Yes. You in know, practice it, it sounds great. Yes. Right. We'll see how it actually works, but and uh, hopefully it comes out great. And like yeah. you said, we've only missed one deadline in our podcast history, really. One That's hard true. deadline. We just missed it by a year. Yeah, we so. did. <laughs> we missed it good. <laughs> <laughs> um so so yeah so look forward to that but 159 is today before we get to the new sound effect in 160 so um episode agenda today pretty standard what you've been seeing lately sports topics uh slide into the dms some miscellaneous topics in the final drive but before we get there we have a few shout outs or updates in the beginning steve so you want to start with that i have two things to update you on Derek. all right one is my new year's resolution yeah. Do you remember what my new year's resolution was I don't remember the specific numbers, but it was about running. I think yes. you were going to run like, I don't remember the number of miles, but okay. you were going to run a lot. <laughs> I'm going to run a lot. Uh, uh, 250 was the number of 250. miles. 250. It's not that much. It ends up being like just over five a week, I think. Still a good amount. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait, no, no. Yes, just over five a week. About, um, yeah, yeah. So I am at just under 40. Nice. 40 okay. miles. So... We're close. We're we're behind, right. but we're close. Slightly behind, but close. Yeah. Right. And you you know it's coming out of winter holidays. You know right, exactly. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, bought new running shoes. Kind of getting used to those. And it's not nice. like I'm. It's just hard to mix in an exercise that I don't like. Right. Like I'm still doing right. my like spin class and, and basketball and tennis, but yeah, it's it's forcing myself to run, which is the hard part. So which is not the one that you have fun doing, right? Like, like correct. You, you only work out so many times in a week, and if it's the one you hate, and there's other ones that you like, it correct. Makes it hard, yeah. So we are exactly where we thought we'd be doing an <laughs> exercise I don't like to do, but having the yeah. obsessive personality that I have, we're right on track or just behind. <laughs> this will, you know, it'll be a good test for you because the because of simply also the fact that it was a New Year's resolution, right? And like. Now it's March and like New Year's resolutions fade fast. Like yeah. as far as people like, you know, wanting like having the not not saying that like um, that you don't have like the willpower to do it. But it's like people lose the just forget the desire to do it like yeah. that. They were excited about doing it before. Now it's like, oh, like I don't even want to do that. You know? I wish I wish we so. had video on this one specifically because I drew a little tracker. So I drew like a little race track. Oh, yeah. And I fill it in with all my, it's like a little, you know, it's nice. like a fundraiser thing where you fill yeah, in how yeah. much money you have. It's like that, but for miles and a little nice. racetrack. Sweet. Um, so it keeps me going. Nice. There um, you go. How's your news resolution? You don't have one? Uh, no, I know. I, I, the, the novel was mine, oh, uh, right. but it's, but it's not, but not a ton of progress to report. So it's a, oh. it's a lengthy thing. I, I've, I've, I wrote a little bit since we talked about it, but I haven't, I'm not like steamrolling ahead on that. I, I expect to a little bit more later in the year. So. Okay. But okay. yeah, so yes, we got to go. have a section yeah. for that. I know, I know, I know. Um, okay, so, so Lent and resolution. What'd you give yes. up for Lent? 40 days. I didn't end up, I didn't end up doing anything. Classic. So, um, yeah, 
So I'm, I'm just, yep, you know what that means. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So mine is no alcohol, Derek. You really did it. Wow. I did it. Yeah, I okay. pulled the trigger. No alcohol. I made. I said there's gonna be some exceptions. We have friends Couple, coming yeah. at the end of March, so that weekend I'll I'll drink, and yep. St. Patty's Day I'll drink. But right. Okay. That's probably three to five days out of forty. Yeah. So so far so nice. good. I just want to give a shout out to Lagunitas Hoppy Refresher. Have you ever had it? No, but is this what you talked about before? Is this hop water? Probably. This is hop water. <laughs> yeah. It's called Lagunitas Hoppy Refresher. I can't recommend it enough. It's a lifesaver. Wow. Everyone should drink it all the time. Now, just to clarify, because we talked about this before, and I actually had some people ask me offline, uh, having heard about this, like that you said that you recommended this. Yes. Like, what if you, like, do you, so well, just to clarify, this doesn't taste like beer, you said, no. right? But does it- This but, one doesn't, no. But does it taste like hops? Like, like if, Yes. Like, so if you don't like beer because of hops, like, would you hate this drink? <sighs> That's a good question. That Probably not. It's almost like- um. I, and I don't like kombucha, but it gives me that okay. sense. It's like a okay. it's like a seltzery, bittery thing. Yeah. Huh. Um. Kelsey doesn't like beer that much. She likes it, but not that much. And she loves mm. hop waters. So okay, I wouldn't rule it out if you don't like beer because it's it not it's not a non alcoholic beer. It right, is a right. hop flavored seltzer water. Right. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice, I, I, it's hard to describe because it's the only thing I've ever tasted that's like it. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. All right, so there you go. Try the uh, hoppy refresher. And uh it, so you you put that in with your with your, you know, Lent um resolution. Is right. that serving as a uh sort of a a substitute for now for you? Is that yeah, like totally. working 100%. well? Yeah, totally. 100%. I like come home from work and nice. I'm like I can't wait to have a hoppy refresher. <laughs> I almost opened one for the podcast, but I was yeah. like, yeah. I've been having too many lately. <laughs> it's like, I want to cut back on yeah. my, uh, my mid-Lent, re- my mid-Lent yeah. resolution is don't right. drink as make many it, non-alcoholic it, drinks. Yeah, <laughs> calibrating, calibrating yeah. during Lent. Um, so there you go. There's your shout outs and updates to start the pod. Anything else before we get started? No, sir. All righty. So we'll start off with section number one, which is sports. The Monster Jam. All right. So sports, um, we are... Obviously, through football season now, um, did we? We didn't podcast since the Super Bowl. Since did the we? Super Bowl, because we made you made a Super Bowl prediction that was correct, basically. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> and, yeah. No, we haven't. We, we podcasted we the week of the Super Bowl. Yeah. So right. we should briefly talk about that. We should talk about this. You basically nailed the score projection. Both of us were correct on the Bengals team score. And you were off by one point on the Rams score. Yeah. So I believe you predicted twenty three twenty. I did. And I predicted 27-20, and the score was 24-20 yeah. Rams. So, incredible prediction. Thank you. Um, by both of us. That's pretty good both for of both us, of but, us. Yeah. yeah, but the edge to you being one point off. Yeah, so uh, we're not going to really talk about the Super Bowl. That was a while ago, but That's congrats just to, to the Rams. Our, boost I think, our credibility. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, overall, uh, good Super Bowl. I think it one, one of those games that, People were happy, but we talked about it before. Like it's one of those that nobody hated either side. So yeah, um, you know, good to see it. You know, I, the way I was it did. rooting for the Bengals a lot more during the game than I thought I was going yeah. to. But yeah, whatever. I, I, Rams were going to win one. It's good to we don't have yeah. to like talk about them. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Exactly. Now. It was very. What was very weird was like the is Sean McVay going to retire? Stuff. Yeah, like Sean McVay's like younger than us. And so is I mean, Aaron Donald going to retire? Actually, but, yeah, well, Aaron Donald, I guess, apparently those rumors were there, like, going into the Super Bowl week, I he's guess. Like, like, 
he's young too, but yeah. uh, well, he's not, he's like 30. He's not like old for, uh, or is, is he even 30? He might be 29. He's legitimately the like, best player on the field football. at all time. I mean, yeah, it's like, like, I guess like yeah. Tom Brady retiring, you can retire anytime and still be the best. Yeah. yeah right. True. I guess. Yeah. Um, but the McVay stuff was weird, but, mm-hmm. uh, so anyway, so just wanted to mention that cause I forgot we didn't really podcast since the Super Bowl. but, um, with football being done, obviously we're into the other sports now. Um, you know, hockey and basketball are in the swing of things. We'll talk a little bit of hockey, but first, what's um, I don't want to say it's dominating the headlines because I wouldn't say it even really is, but it's probably the most significant thing going on, which is that baseball is barreling toward a lockout and yeah. is currently locked out and seems very slim chance, if any chance, I think that opening day can be on schedule at this point. So, um, what are your thoughts on this lockout happening right now? Who's to blame? Like, what are your what are your thoughts? So. I'll be honest. I don't know exactly where the arguments lie. I haven't done enough research. Same. A lot of players seem to be very mad at baseball and the commissioner. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think that's legit? Maybe like, you have to kind of defend your side uh, diligently, no matter what. Like if you're, otherwise, people are going to think it's your fault, and you're going to get blamed. So, of course, both sides. There's the argument that like you're you're all so rich, please just mm-hmm. figure it out. Uh, but to baseball's point, or um, like for, to the players' point, MLB has made billions of dollars, and they're uh, just like all, sport, all all the top four sports, but their revenue have gone up by the billions every single year. Yep. Um, and I mean, the issue with baseball, I as I see it, is it's hard to root for the players in this scenario when they're the highest paid of any sport or the the best like the like uh, Bryce Harper and the Clayton Kershaws they're more highly paid than any other athlete in any other sport yeah. in America it the issue with baseball is it abuses the minor leagues it abuses the players who barely make it so all we see are the Bryce Harpers who make $400 million in one contract when what the players are actually arguing for is protections for those who either don't make it or barely make it. At least right. that's what I believe. I don't know if you've heard different. No, I, I haven't. Um, you know, I, I haven't heard too much differently than that. I think that some of that sounds familiar. I, I haven't dug into a lot of it. Um, so I, there's a lot. I, I, I always default to blaming the owners in yeah. these situations. I mean, I, I mean, like certainly you can never really know, right? I mean, are the, could players be making unrealistic demands? Possibly. Right. That's always a possibility. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, one of them being the 14 team playoff. Um, yeah, I know you're going against that. <laughs> like, like I, I, I know based on your takes on other sports that you're against the 14 team baseball playoff. Like yes. it's almost half the teams in the league. Right. And one thing that I've always thought about, you know, like we talked about this before, I, I didn't like the one game or even best of three play in things at the beginning of the playoffs. When you play 162 games of baseball and then you decide to determine a playoff series by one or or two wins, right? Like that doesn't match with what you've basically said is a required sample size in that sport. Um, so to expand the field to 14 teams, like how how small are we going to make the playoff rounds? Like in, unless you're unless they're substantially cutting down the regular season. Then maybe I'll listen to your proposal of like, okay, are we going to at least have five game series? Like, because that's the minimum that I think a baseball playoff 
should be is a five game series. Like, yeah, based on the fact that baseball is such a long sport and takes so long to determine a winner, right? Like, to, it's a, it's not a one game thing like football is or, or other some other sports, right? Um, the other thing, just kind of circling back to a reason that I default to blaming the owners is I did read one thing, which I don't know if you saw this, but did you see the owners' proposal about um the war stat? Did you see that? No. So the owners, um, I'm just going to read an excerpt here. It says, this time MLB is offering to pay players based on performance, specifically on a calculation of wins above replacement or war. There are multiple variants of war. A player's career war would be part of the calculation weighted for recency, um, whether a player has been... In the, so, uh, Sorry, this is uh, in, in context. This is in arbitration. So okay. during salary arbitration, they would like to use war as a... Um, negotiating tactic as basically. a negotiating yeah. piece for how much money a player can make. Um, the I don't have all the quotes here, but basically the baseball reference guy who like made war was yeah. like, absolutely not. Get out of here. <laughs> like, yeah. this is like some stupid stat that I made in like my basement. And like, it's not it does not capture everything that needs to be captured. Like, you should never use it as like the be all end all. And you should absolutely not use it to decide what a player's salary will be like, you mm. know, but it's just like it, it reminds me like I was talking to somebody else about this. It reminds me of some of the issues in other sports like in the NBA. Right. Like, I don't know. This is local to me. So I'm aware of this this topic. But um, one of the things that I was reading about was like Jason Tatum last year missed the all NBA team. Right. And as a result, because he didn't make the all NBA team, his max contract was like 30 million dollars less than it would have been. Right. Yeah. Now, does anybody feel bad for Jason Tatum? No, he signed like a hundred eighty million dollar contract, and like I, I saw an interview with him where he was saying like, no one feels bad for me. Like I'm not, compl- I'm not gonna pity, you know, look for pity here. Right. But at the same time, like the reporter who, like one of the reporters who has a vote in the All NBA process, basically tweeted like he didn't vote for Tatum because he doesn't like his shot selection. Right. <laughs> so now we're we're in a place where like a guy doesn't like a guy's game, and because and he has a vote for whether this guy can make. $30 million more in his contract, right? Yeah. It reminds me of the same thing with baseball. It's like you're going to use like a stat that is just like some data analytics stat. And because, you know, so-and-so doesn't have enough war, like they can't be eligible for a certain contract seems kind of like, you know, yeah. unfair. And baseball is but, even, even more like an old boys club where it's like yeah. a bunch of stuffy old white writers who right. get to vote on Hall of Fame. And yeah. if like they don't like that one guy used steroids right. or was accused of steroids 20 years ago. He'll never make the Hall of Fame, even though he's exactly. the greatest baseball player of all time. Yeah. So there's there's a lot there's a lot more going on. The narrow issue is, will the MLB happen this year? I think the answer is likely not. But there's a crazy amount of money to be lost on both yeah. sides. So yeah. And baseball is dying as it is. This would be a, I this, don't this would be a big blow. It would be a huge blow. Like you know what I th- this would be. I think the best equivalent uh, scenario to this is probably the 2005 NHL lockout. Like the the NHL was on a decline and then locked out for an entire season. And it took the NHL a long, long time to recover. Like, you know, ESPN dropped the NHL. We talked about this when ESPN got the NHL back this year. The NHL finally rebounded after 15 years. They got back to the point where ESPN was interested in showing hockey again. You know, yeah. like that was all a culmination of that sport losing its interest outside of its diehard fans, right? 
and then a lockout. Like the lockout was devastating. Yeah. And I think that baseball is really vulnerable to the same yeah. thing. And w- coupled with, with, with COVID, its... where like yeah, no fans in the stands, people mm-hmm. kind of losing interest. It's just yep. it's a perfect storm of, of yeah. And I mean, baseball is great, but yeah, I don't know. It doesn't and, deserve. It doesn't need to be in this situation. Like just. And to be honest, like I think that um, I I think that. I'm not sure if I'm going to say likely no on the season. I think that they might still come to something, but I will be shocked if the if that um I, the 14 team playoff I think is probably going to be a non-starter. Like I, as in like the owners are going to demand it. Like really because of all the things you just said. I mean, I'm just that's that's not based on anything I heard. I'm just yeah. thinking that way because of all the things you just said. Right, the only real confident solution that I would have to that, as far as like sustaining the way to keep the money coming in, is obviously like what tripling the number of playoff games <laughs> yeah. like i mean like because regular season is really the slog there right it's like all 162 game long season it's like are you going to fill stadiums that long you're always going to fill stadiums in the playoffs probably you know yeah. um so i don't know i think that's Shorten probably the, the likely season outcome, and make it 14 i, know, I mean yeah. cut it in half and they make might it, do that yeah yeah they might do that yeah uh, they better do that <laughs> they, they can't do 162 and <laughs> maybe then a 14 double team the playoff. season play all year round <laughs> <laughs> 300 300 five games. year long season <laughs> yeah you could be the decade have a champion every decade <laughs> yeah um so yeah so there you go there's baseball hopefully they can get it together um anything else on that no okay so next topic only football topic we have today but it just uh, broke this afternoon um calvin ridley uh wide receiver for the atlanta falcons he missed pretty much all of this past year dealing with mental health issues mm-hmm. um has been suspended for a full year. So he's not eligible to play in the NFL in 2022 um, for gambling on games. Yes. Um, he he bet on the Falcons to win. Uh, the report said that he... Uh, so he he himself tweeted that he spent 50... He bet $1,500 altogether. And yes. he considered that to be a defense of himself. Like, I don't have a gambling problem. Yeah. I'm not sure he's aware that that's not really the issue. <laughs> the, yeah. the issue isn't really whether he has a gambling problem. It's that he bet on NFL games and he is an NFL player. Um, but that said, I am curious for your quick hitter thoughts. Yeah. Forget about the rules. I, I, I am not asking if you think that this is a violation of the rules or whether rules should be followed. Not, not a referendum on any of that. Pretend that you make the rules. Hmm. How do you feel about a player betting on his own team to win? Like, so do you, yeah, I, I initially had, so this is actually the, the thing I was going to say anyway. Yeah. The, I initially had a reaction where I was like, you know what? I don't care. I bet on whatever you want. As long as you're not playing in the game and throwing the game. Sure. He was injured the whole year betting on his team to right. win. Then I had some time to think about it, and I talked to some people, and it's like, they ha- they sit in on game plan meetings. Yeah. They know who's injured before other people are injured. It's like insider trading at some point, mm-hmm. and that's illegal in right. America. Quote, I mean, for for regular, yeah. for regular Joe Schmoes, it's illegal. Um. So I then came to the realization like you make does you make dozens of millions of dollars yeah. just bet on other sports like just yeah. don't bet on your sport and I yeah it was almost like the the same see and I don't want to get into the like referendum on the rules but it's like the weed thing it's yeah. like oh I, I think everyone should be able to smoke don't care if you do it in the season but if it's a rule not to and you can't not do it yeah like for millions of dollars, it's just that like uh, cognitive disassociation where I I want I I yeah I see the value in it. And I, I'm like, you know what? Who cares? But then again, I'm like, but you can't you can't yeah. just not do it. 
if you right. just have yeah, yeah. to do it. <laughs> right. And and that's where like th- th- that's yeah, that's why I was that's why I was asking about the sort of forget about all that stuff because I think I I completely agree. It's pretty obvious like yeah, like this is a fully deserved suspension. Uh, anybody who's arguing otherwise like like it's it, it's abundantly clear you cannot bet on NFL games as an NFL player. Like it just period. Like it doesn't matter like yeah. that you were out, you know. Um and I agree like you definitely are privy to way more inside information. Now, granted, I think that the thing I read said that he wasn't with the team, like he was away from the team, but I still don't know how much that matters. Like you right. still have all the inside connection. You have the everything, you have, you know, you have all the game planning, everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but, and yeah, and, and ultimately, uh, I do agree. I, like I, with you, I like similar to you, I have the same second guessing of like, you know, ob- it's a very obvious problem if you're betting on your own team to lose, right? Yeah. Like, Cause like that, those are where all the scandals, like, you know, point shaving and like, there have been scandals in the past about that. Mm-hmm. Betting on your team to win is like almost like sometimes I think of it and I'm like, you know, whatever, like you go out there and win then, you know, yeah. like, like there's no, there is no using something to your advantage when you're betting on your team to win. Cause it's like, you have to go out there and win, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but at the same time, that opens up way, way, way too big of a Pandora's box of like, you know, like it becomes a total mess if you start having NFL players betting on them on themselves right. or their teammates or, you know, their teams or other teams. It's just like just stay away from that. Yeah, so this it's just, it's makes, just there's yeah. too much gray area. So yeah. it should be the way it is. And he yeah, got exactly. he got suspended an entire a year. He yeah. suspended an entire year, which is a wild suspension. Yeah. Ray Rice is on video. Beating right. his girlfriend and got like a two game suspension. Yeah, exactly. There's, uh, there's some very, the the NFL punishments have never been consistent. Right. One year well, for gambling yeah. on games. I guess they're trying to set the precedent. Like, yeah. This is this the, is where NFL, we take our stand. Yeah, the NFL, um, they make it clear that the, you know the moral compass of their punishments doesn't matter that much. Um, yeah. It's not what they're issuing punishments for. I, I'm not saying they're right or wrong. They they issue punishments to protect the league totally like, I just, like, like I, I to protect thinking, the league and and its business you know they've made a value but, judgment that yeah. this coming out would hurt this coming out with more players would hurt the league more yeah. than domestic abusers and drunk drivers yeah come, yeah coming that's out, so. that's yeah so for, so moral compass aside that's what their deci- that's what drives their decision making yeah. um last thing about that is uh just a, a a small good note on the Falcons I guess I don't know if you saw this part of it but Mm-mm. um the Falcons declined all incoming phone calls uh trading for Calvin Ridley over the past like 3 weeks because they were aware of this situation oh wow you know so so good teams team I mean Cal, like Imagine Calvin Ridley was linked to a lot of teams <laughs> yeah. I mean a lot of teams were calling about Calvin Ridley yeah. and <laughs> If you were, you know, if you didn't have a conscience and you were a conniving general manager, you could have absolutely traded Calvin Ridley to somebody in the last three weeks. Like he sat out a whole year, like was one of those guys that's like, this is a guy worth taking a chance on, like yeah. as a really talented receiver. So good on them for, for you know, not opening those discussions to anybody knowing what was coming. Yeah. Falcons uh, have been an, a well-run yeah. team. Arthur Blank's yeah. good owner. Good. Yep. Um, one last thing for this. Yeah. You know what Calvin Ridley's fan duel name was no. he bet on FanDuel no Calvin Ridley from the Falcons no are you yes. serious <laughs> like how like his, his how FanDuel name was Calvin like, Ridley from the Falcons oh my god no spaces that's, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's just like you can't even make that up I know like like it that like, almost that almost would make it 
it's almost like so obvious that it's like that can't be him. But right. I, I think he's basically he's already been tweeting about it, so it's not like he's denying it. <laughs> yeah. But um, wow. So there you go. Calvin Ridley from the Falcons <laughs> will not be playing for the Falcons uh, this year. So, but in all seriousness, I hope he gets like, you know, I hope his mental health situation is okay. And I hope, but I mean, that aside, the, um, the gambling was not a very smart thing to no. do. So, um, so last sports topic, uh, NHL, you have an NHL point you'd like to discuss. Just a, just a quick NHL yeah. point. Have you ever seen Connor McDavid live? I don't believe I've seen him live. I've watched him a bunch of times, but I not, saw Connor McDavid live. live against the Lightning, and we went to see him. I, I have a very I have a friend who's a very close, uh, very big hockey fan. He said, "I just yep. need to see him. He's the best yep. player of, of our generation." I was like, yep. "I don't know much about him. I'm a Tampa Lightning yeah. fan. We're back to back Stanley Cup champs. No one's better yeah. than my team. No one like, <laughs> and I don't watch a lot of other teams. So we went. Right. When he touches the puck, he is far and away." the best player on the ice and yeah. I'm better than uh Braden point better than Steven Samkos better than Hedman better than Vassy at, at any position yeah Connor McDavid gets the puck and I'm like oh shit he's gonna score at any yeah. moment yeah he's just it's, it's almost like the puck is stuck to his stick yeah and he can do whatever he wants with it it's true it's crazy and he's faster than everyone it, it he was noticeably better than all the other professional hockey players out on the ice. It's, it was yeah. wild. It was wild. It is. It I had, is. And I and wrote it down. I saw it, it was two, three weeks ago, and I had to put it on today's podcast because I needed yeah. to say it. So so you are correct, and, and he is he is the most electric player in the league. Um, and I, I think I will agree that he is the best player in the league, but I will say that there's um, – this, this is uh, – he is barreling toward the territory of, like, what is the catch, Right. Because yeah. the Oilers have two of the five best players in the NHL. You, I don't know how you yeah. probably don't follow them closely he, enough I've to know that, that Leon yeah. Dreisaitl is also one of the five best players in the league. They have two of the best five players in the league, and they stink. Like, mm-hmm. and I know that hockey is not a sport that is like that. You know, you can't just have two players and win. Like, you need to have a full team. Yeah. But I will just say, I'm not. I think that I would put McDavid as the best player in the league right now as well. But. I think in two years, if he like hasn't made the playoffs yet, you start they start to raise eyebrows. Be like, what is about what is it about his game? Hmm. I mean, this guy scores insane numbers of points. Yeah, but what is it about his game that is not allowing his team to to perform? Just just a just a note, you know. Yeah, no, it's I think good it's to too early to jump to conclusions about it because the rest of the team just isn't very good. But it's becoming like he's been in the league a good while now, you know, and he's he's in his smack in the middle of his prime, right? So that's like a wasted talent on one hand but also it's like is there something with him and dry saddle that maybe you know is not working but yeah it's a it's a good question i i yeah i didn't know it but but i'm yeah. now interested to see what but happens. he is he is electric though yeah. like you you're right about the eye test on him is way way off the charts like yeah. for sure that's the only test so. i got right now <laughs> <laughs> um so there you go there's uh there's sports anything else that's it on sports Derek. all right that brings it hey Pay hey, attention to the sound hey, effect. This is it. It's the last time you're going to hear it. You just so. enjoy it. Soak it in. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to... Slide Kids! All right, so there it is. You've endured it for the final time. Just let it haunt um, you. <laughs> we'll play it. We'll, we'll give you the file if you want to play it on repeat. Yeah. Um, so before we kick off the uh, sign into our DMs, I do need to issue a PSA here. So um, 
we we originally were going to podcast last week and we sort of shifted it and i did not was not aware of the functionality of instagram stories one limitation of of the functionality i should say we always post the uh submit your questions with a little question utility where you can type your question in that does not send a message to me on the instagram account or steve steve also has access to the instagram account it doesn't send us a message it just like is part of the little widget right and if somebody knows how to do this, please tell me. But I could not find out how to view those questions after the story expired. So I need to say right now, if you if you do not hear your question in this segment and you submitted it, please submit it again. Re-submit. And just send us a message and we'll, we'll cover it next time. I unfortunately only remembered the two questions that came in before or the last time I looked at the story before it, it expired. Okay. Which was probably a few hours in between there that people could have submitted. So... um. And then on top of that, the secondary apology is that the first question we're going to do, which is our friend Eric, I think I remembered your question right, but I do, did not have the evidence to confirm 100% that this is what you asked, but I think this is what you asked, <laughs> all right? So please let me know if I got it wrong. So Eric is the first question, and the question is, who will be the Denver Broncos quarterback in 2022? Any thoughts? Um, I'm going to say... Okay, so I don't really care about the Denver Broncos. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think Drew Locke is still on the roster. I don't think I he'll be the starting so. quarterback. Um, other names: Teddy Bridgewater been... is their is their number one on the depth chart right now on ESPN. But he's been linked with his... a bunch of other people, with yep. a bunch of other teams. Yep. and his contract might be up. Um, so the options are basically Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, maybe. Um, What's his face from the Cardinals? Yeah, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. I'm going to say, I mean, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going back to Green Bay. Green Bay. I don't think he's going to go to Tampa Bay, although he should because it's a Super Bowl-ready team. Yep. Um, I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is going to be next. Yep. The Broncos are a good team for veteran quarterbacks to kind of go and do one last run. Peyton Manning did it. Yep. Um, they're, they're a good team. I, w- I don't know if Super Bowl ready, but very good. Yep. Um, I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers. And I do want to say Eric, Eric H, who I'm assuming is Eric Hamlet. Um, I got your letter and it was very nice. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Nice. So Aaron um, Rodgers and thank you for the letter. That's my answer. I, but I believe, yes, it was Eric Hamlet who submitted the question. <laughs> um, I, uh, think I agree with you. Um, Rodgers is the one that makes the most sense. It matches the profile of what the Broncos have done in the past. Like the Broncos, I know they have some different ownership there, but our management there, but um, you know, it reminds you of Peyton Manning, right? Like like Peyton Manning in the in the the twilight stage of his career went there and lit it up for two years and got a Super Bowl at the, at the end when he actually was kind of declining by that point. But yeah. that's that was the recipe. The Rodgers recipe feels really similar in a quarterback that spent his whole career somewhere and then it was just it was time to move on. Um, I think that's likely, but just for the sake of being different than your predictions, I will go with Russell Wilson. Um, this obviously would require Denver to really pursue it. Like they might be able to get Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers might force his way somewhere. Right. I don't see that happening with Russell Wilson. Um, I think they would have to blow the Seahawks away with a package. You know, they'd have to give them a, a really, really good trade package. But I think that Denver is a team that should be serious about going and getting quarterback because they... They, I think, have the pieces to compete if they have an elite quarterback. Um, 
So there you go. I'll, I'll guess Russell Wilson, although I kind of think Aaron Rodgers is the best answer as well. So, so I picked the best go. answer. Thanks, Derek. <laughs> um, the second question, I think, will be a very brief conversation. Correct. Um, but for old time's sake, this question comes from Jamie, <laughs> and who is a longtime listener. Um, and he says, is a hot dog a sandwich? And he included a winky face. So <laughs> he knows what he's doing. <laughs> right. This is a... This is no joke. I think if 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 not our very first one of our first five episodes, we yeah. talked about this. Legitimately. This might have been the first. I think this may have been episode. our very first conversation. This was <laughs> this one was very easy yep. because I, I there's a very clear answer. But I to to bounce off this, because this is the question is not what we're gonna talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about the question as a whole, not the answer to the question. Right. Okay. Okay. It was only a few days later when we got into our biggest argument. Oh, and yeah. And still argue about to this yeah. day. When I have yep. drinks at weddings, I bring it up and we get you bring into it. Up. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's too. right. I remember that. Yeah. Um, is yeah. a is a fruit flavored Tic Tac a mint? Right. And I say yeah. yes, and you say no. It's candy. And I say no. Yeah. And that's I, a so, very, yeah. It's a it's yeah. a very sore subject it is it's a hotly divided it's that's one of the ones that's not a joke we actually no, disagree we, and i and we actually get like fairly split responses when we try <laughs> to get people to help us solve it right. like, so if you have thoughts on that save them because i don't want more than likely to send them it in. almost tore this podcast apart the answer to is a hot dog a sandwich derek is, is easy ready one two three no no of course Correct. not not a sandwich Correct. i think we were definitive in that one yeah so Thank there you for the question, Jamie. Um, last question comes from Anonymous, uh, trying to stoke the flames a little bit here. Mm. Does Tom Brady unretire? That's the question. I'll, I'll let you go first on this one. If he unretires, my answer is going to be no. He doesn't mm. unretire. He's too yep. cool for that. Like he thinks mm. he's that. He doesn't want to <laughs> be the Brett Favre. Like he doesn't yeah, want to be no, the joke. I agree with and that. you become a joke when you do that. Yeah. You be like Gronk can do it because he is a joke. But Brady, <laughs> Brady, you become kind of like, ah, oh, it's an expert five, oh, this, all oh, that. And you, yeah. and he doesn't want that because he's got mm-hmm. a brand he's trying to keep. I mm-hmm. think it's purely that. However, mm-hmm. if he does unretire, the Bucks are keeping his rights through the year. They, they've said, yep. we'll leave the light on. We're not going to, because the, there's speculation that he wants to play for his hometown team, the, the San yep. Francisco 49ers. Yep. Um, I think the Bucks would keep him and trade for him. I think there's a good relationship there. I think whatever he wants will go. Uh, mm-hmm. But my gut says no retirement. Mm-hmm. He's on to bigger and better things. And he actually is a family man and like actually wants to spend time with his kids. He's not just using it as like yeah. an excuse to like retire. He's yeah. He wants to actually spend time with his family. And he lives in I paradise now. He does. <laughs> I, I think that too. Um, I do think that he... I am a little surprised that he's not more assertive about it. Like, like I'm not sure why he's not assertive there. about it. Yeah. Like, like, like that's like, the only oh, thing that gives know. me pause. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, like I, I don't know why he's not assertive about it. If he's not in his mind somewhere thinking that's possible. That said, I don't think that it is likely. Um, but I will say this is that I agree with you f- from what I can tell. I think that the relationship is good between Brady and Tampa. This situation gives me some pause about it. But like, like because of the, like it just feels odd. Like, so what I don't think is 
I can't see him unretiring to play for the Bucks. Like, and that's not a knock on the Bucks. I just like it doesn't make sense to me. Like, because Brady's not the type of person that calls it quits, but then says, actually, never mind. Yeah. You know, if he called it quits and then comes back, it's because there's it's for another reason. Like, right. and so that's where the hometown team comes in. And that's where the whole issue of like, well, the Bucks aren't just going to they're not just going to cut him. Like, yeah. like, you know, maybe, maybe some teams would, but Bruce Arians kind of made it clear. He's like, no, like I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, which is, smart. which is, they're yeah. right. Like yeah. that's the contract he signed. He shouldn't have signed that contract if he wanted to have the freedom to go to another team. Right. right. This is one of the things, this is a perfect example of one of the things that, you know, it's the price of what Brady's actions are, right? Like Brady signed the contract so that the bucks could keep the team together. And like, you know, yeah. those things happen, right? And now yeah. it's like, you can't just decide to go to another team. Like it's right. not the way it works. But I, so I will say that if I was betting on it, I say, no, he's not unretiring. I think if he does unretire though, um, whether that's because there was some fracture in the relationship with Tampa, which I don't think is likely, or if it's just driven by wanting to play in San Francisco, I, either way, I agree with you that it damages his reputation not his, not his like legacy of like how good was he, but it damages his reputation of like, do people take him seriously? You know, because it's like, oh, he's he's doing the dog and pony show with this retirement, and people don't really respect that. I don't think. Yeah, um, I agree. And I think that he's very conscious about that. So that, so I agree with you that I think it's unlikely that he unretires. But there's so. hope. <laughs> there is. There's there's always hope. Maybe he there's goes the path, Derek. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's the big thing. Maybe, Everyone in New maybe, England thinks he has plans, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe if Mac Jones tears his ACL in the second week of the season, you know what's gonna. Ha- I mean, you already know what's gonna happen if if Mac Jones gets injured. But yes, correct. Um, the, what what the fans are gonna say is, is Brady's in. But uh, so there you go. Um, we both are betting against the unretirement. So thank you all for the questions. And like I said, if your question did not get asked, please resubmit it, uh, and we'll get to it next time. So. Uh, going into section number three, we have a few miscellaneous topics. So, Steve, you want to kick it off with uh, a little viewing experience you had? I do. Yeah. I went to the movie theaters, Derek. That's amazing. I know. That's amazing. Like, yeah, was, you give up is drinking, that your first time Give up since drinking COVID? for three days and you go immediately to the movie theaters. <laughs> <laughs> you revert, uh, had you you revert been to since, high school. Yeah, right. <laughs> had you been to a theater since COVID? Or? No, I had not. Okay. How yeah. was it? Uh, good. Movie theater oh, experience nice. is good. Yeah. Um, I will say I don't love pick your seat. I don't love the oh, pick your true. seat okay. option because yeah. a new movie like Bat, I saw the Batman um, okay. and all the seats are picked. So you either have to sit up front or like sit in someone else's seat and like awkwardly hope that they don't show up. It's just the, yeah. picking seats is dumb. Just get to the reward people who show up early. You know, they get a better seat. I agree. I'm down. Um, but the movie, you want to hear about the movie? Yeah, let's do it. Here's my first question. Was Batman Forever... A threat? Was that movie title a threat? Are we gonna have Batman's for the rest of our lives? Uh oh, good question. Yeah, okay. Now <laughs> I understand your question. Uh, maybe now now that you say that. Possibly. And a promise? Is it a promise? Batman it Forever was promise, not a movie yeah. title. It was a promise. <laughs> um because now we have the Batman. I'm, I'm I was almost like it's too fast to Batman. You know, yeah. now it's the fast and the the fast and the Batman. Like they just keep yeah. changing the iterations of Batman. Yeah, yeah. Um it's good. It's just a good Batman movie. All Batman movies are just good, except yeah. The Dark Knight, which is spectacular. Right. And you compare right. them all to The Dark Knight, and they all try to be The Dark Knight. They all try to yep. be dark and brooding because The Dark Knight was so good, and yep. they just don't hit it out of the park. Right. Um, it's good. It's long. It's like three hours. Really? Uh, okay. Edward Pattinson, 
No. Oh, yeah. What's his name? The Twilight guy? Yeah. Robert. Robert Pattinson. Edward's his name in Twilight. Robert Pattinson is good. He's a good Batman. He plays a a meek Bruce Wayne and an angry Batman. Gotcha. That's my my analysis. (laughs) Okay, nice. Um, Overall, good. The, The villains are stupid. The story's like disjointed and hard to follow, but it's objectively really cool. The right, scenes okay. are really cool. There's parts where you're like, "Yes, go yeah. Batman, go!" You know, <laughs> something happens, you're like, "Yes, let's go!" You're clapping in the movie theater. But overall, just okay. I will say they set it up for a sequel that will be very good, in my opinion. They've, okay, that's they've, good to know. The bat, the bad person. Uh, I won't spoil if I say. Do you know who the yeah. the villain uh, is? No, not no. I just said the Riddler. You find out okay. within the first five okay. minutes. Yeah, the Riddler is the bad person in this one. Um, and as a villain, sucks, just boring and stupid. Mm. Batman legitimately figures out every riddle within a second of looking at it. It's like, <laughs> oh, the, the the cipher means this. No, like, okay. Every single time, there's like eight riddles. Yeah. He just figures it out. They, they show it to him, and he knows the answer. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So. Sequel should be good. Batman, nice. if you it, there's a worse movie to see in theaters. It's it's objectively right. cool. It's well shot. Cinematography's yep. cool. That's so, what you want in the theaters, you know. Right, right. Like you don't go to the theaters for the storyline necessarily. You go for the the spectacle. Right. right. And spectacle so. was good. So I'm gonna give yeah. the Batman eighty percent Steve Nicholas avocados. Okay. Not too bad. Not yeah. too bad. Nice. Yeah. Um, um, cool. and you've got one on here for Hulu. Yeah, so uh, so uh, Steve, are, were you familiar with the Elizabeth Holmes story? I can't remember if I listened to that podcast with you or not. No, but I know the story. The, okay, the so Theranos, like Theranos, the, yeah, the Theranos, yeah. crazy eyed, so dead eyed lady. Yep, there was a whole podcast about it, and that's actually all I listened to was the podcast like story about it. It kind of like took you through. I can't remember the name of the podcast, but it was a pretty good uh, podcast series about that. And uh, even though we don't promote other podcasts on ours, but yeah, you know, never. This just a you, shout you, out, not a promotion. Yeah. That's um, why you don't know the name. <laughs> yeah, right. I forget. Um, but uh, but so the uh, there's a series on Hulu that came out called The Dropout about Elizabeth Holmes story. So it's like, OK, the story's been told a bunch of times, but I'm like, I still think it's kind of an interesting story. And I figure a Hulu series like a reenactment, but a truthful reenactment might be interesting and get and shed some more light. Um, so over I've, they it was it wasn't released all at once so that you can binge it. So it's only been three episodes released right now, and then they're doing weekly for until like April when it ends or something, uh, or mid April or something. Um, so they released the first three. I've watched the first two. Um, my main it's good. You know, uh, I'm interested in it? it. It's called the dropout. The dropout. Um, it, because you know Elizabeth Holmes dropped out of college to pursue the um, Stanford. I feel I mean, like that's a, the Theranos thing. There's a better name for. I think so too. A show about her. Yeah, it's you not, think that's so. not like part of her story. Like, who cares right. that she's yeah. a dropout? It, it's just like the start of the story, right? right? Like, there's so much more after that. Mainly, what I wanted, like, so the show's good. You know, I've only done two episodes. I say give it a try if you're interested. If you either never heard the Elizabeth Holmes story, or if you like heard heard it from one spot and you think it would be interesting to watch a show about it. My main takeaway, though is um, the main character, Amanda Seyfried, I think you say her name? Yes, right. Uh, she plays Elizabeth Elizabeth Holmes, and she absolutely nails the way that Elizabeth Holmes talks. Really? Like, 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 so I was watching it with Catherine, and she had never listened to any of the Elizabeth Holmes stuff at all. And she was like, why does, this, why does she talk so weird? And I'm like, I, I literally paused it, and I pulled up an Elizabeth Holmes interview, and I'm like, that's how like she talks. And like, like, do you remember how she talks? And like the No, but I remember it being weird. 
she has such a strange like delivery yeah and like amanda seyfried just is perfect at it like it's it's kind of creepy like how well she does it so that was the thing that struck me right away watching it so you know i'm interested for now we'll see like i mean we know the story kind of so like i don't know if it'll get kind of you know if it'll get boring once it's like things start to go wrong like i don't know but uh anyway i recommend checking it out if you were interested in that story overall or if you hadn't heard anything about it so so the dropout on hulu dropout on hulu um okay i've got have you heard of either of these two i have not okay so i'm gonna review them together cool is just to speed it through (laughs) time yeah Um, sure the righteous gemstones on hbo hbo max now yeah Uh, yeah. very very funny it's got um i don't know danny mcbride uh okay so he plays the uh, danny mcbride character it's got um I don't know anyone's any actors' names, but it's got uh, the guy who voices Sully in Monsters Inc. It's okay. got <laughs> people you recognize, yeah. Guy from Workaholics. It's just like yeah. a very funny, goofy show about these giant Pentecostal church, like evangelical churches that the stadiums filled, and they oh, welcome, like sing with me, like whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, and and all the like, it's almost like mob mentality. Like they control, yeah, the influx now, and like it, it's a very goofy look at the politics of that it's almost have right, you, you've seen right. succession i've seen a i've only seen the first few episodes but okay. yeah it's yeah. like a uh comedy religious succession okay yeah yeah, yeah. um nice. although i uh, season two is really good it's not the best so i'm gonna say hmm, okay. if you like those characters and you're into that kind of stuff it's goofy and funny yeah it gets weird but overall yeah. not the best okay then, there you go peacemaker on hbo max Mm-hmm. is basically DC's version of Deadpool. Basically, Pe- okay. Peacemaker is John uh, John Cena oh, as okay. Peacemaker, and he plays Deadpool, basically. Just a raunchy, gotcha. yeah, right. stupid, like big, hulking, clever, quirky yeah. superhero. And all okay. of the other people around him are stupid and quirky <laughs> and curse and fart and like talk yeah. about sex. It's just a very... Yeah. vulgar superhero movie superhero show it's about 10 episodes right. and it's also just okay <laughs> gotcha <laughs> so right. i don't want to talk too much about them but they're both We're on hbo max s- yeah. if you have opinions on them i liked them i don't know if i'd recommend them they're right on the edge of like yeah watch don't watch so right one righteous gemstones i think gets the nod over peacemaker okay it's just funnier yeah but peacemaker's right. unique it's if you like superhero stuff right Nice. But overall, Stockpile. I can't recommend them. Yeah. <laughs> Stockpile on the just okays just right. outside of totally. recommendation um, uh, choices. So so there you go. There's some miscellaneous uh, quick hitters on movies and TV shows uh, to get you started. A couple of uh, a couple of recommendations in there. A couple of... A uh, couple of maybes. Of, uh, if you've got nothing else to watch, then fire it <laughs> yeah. up. So, um, so that does it for everything else. Brings us to the final drive. Steve, yes. you want to go first? You want to no. go second? Second. Second, okay, I'll go first. Um, quick hitter, not much to talk about because I already talked about it in a previous final drive. But just a reminder, the Last Kingdom is back. Uh, Wednesday this week, March 9th, is when it returns. I'm excited. I, I gotta didn't watch actually. This show. You've talked. This is probably the eighth time you've talked about the Last Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just I, you know, maybe, maybe I'll real like when it comes back. Maybe I'll. I'll have a new perspective and be like, did I even love this show that much? Or was it just like a pandemic thing? And I was like, you know, I, I got nothing to watch and I'm now invested in this, right? I thought about I, that. I thought that was going to happen with the Ozarks for me and it's just yeah. as good. So I, think, I finished Ozark too, by the way, yeah. which is outstanding. And I can't wait for the second half of uh, that final season. Yeah. Um, 
but but yeah last kingdom final season has been uh it will be released on wednesday so i'm very much looking forward to it i can report back to know if it has a good ending and then i can you know put my full stamp of approval on like yes go watch this full series but honestly from what i remember seasons one through four i wouldn't change my recommendation to watch it even if season five is a game of thrones disaster so yeah you know i think uh we'll see but i'm excited for that one so that's coming out this week cool i'm gonna have to start it um yeah. so mine is quick have you have you done wordle you gotta start the word yeah, of course yeah okay yeah. good because yeah. i remember i brought up wordle once like, yeah you, you showed it to me yeah um so now i hadn't heard of it there's you've heard of all the other iterations there's wordle wordle yep. there's dordle there's quadordle there's all yep. the <laughs> here's a few more if you need them okay waffle Waffle. Waffle is just a just grid, waffle. and you move. It's got four or five words, and you you switch the letters around. Okay. So it's okay. it's fun, easy. If you want another Wordle, one per day. Waffle. Okay. Perfect. Dordle is clearly there's two. Quordle is four. There's yep. Octordle. There's eight. Those yep, are yep, done. Yep. Yep. But there's Crosswordle, which Ooh. is really hard. It's doing huh. the Wordle backwards. It gives you the answer. And then it gives you misses up top. So it gives you answer at bottom, and you can yep. answer any block. So you get yellow squares, which means like you have to use one of the letters from oh. the bottom square. Um, hmm. It's good. So the ones I would recommend, Waffle and Cross Wordle. Those are two other okay. ones that I've been doing that I, I've tried Waffle all the other Crosswordle. ones. There's like a there country go. one. There's a semantics one. There's yeah, all these different yeah. kinds. Right. Waffle and Cross Wordle are the ones that I'm going to stick with. There you go. All right. Fire those up. Put those Fire in the queue for, for some some time killing. If and then, you do the then do the share them with me because I've got a streak and I, I text everyone all my streaks. <laughs> if you love it, send it to me because I'm in. Perfect. Sounds great. So there you go. Adding a few games to your daily uh, repertoire there for uh, you know before you start working. So so that's it. That's all we got for 159. Next next time you listen to us, we're gonna have a a, a brand brand stinking new sound. You're gonna love it. For, I trust gonna, trust me. You're gonna love it. <laughs> So that's it for number 159, and we'll see you guys next time for 160. Later days.